Welcome to Baba Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we will finish the book of Revelation, and we will be in Revelation chapter 22, and we will be reading out of the NIV, the New International Version. And after that, as soon as I finish reading that section, then I will go to Matthew Henry's concise commentary on the whole Bible and give you all the rest of the meaning to that. It's a great way to break it down and also interpret what all of it is saying. Because remember, this section of Revelations is an allegory or spiritual method. The images and events are figurative, a deeper meaning of spiritual truth, a symbolic of numbers. And also, to help you to read Revelations and to read the whole Bible, it's a good thing to have the Matthew Henry's commentary, and you can get the book, uh, and or you can also go online and get it for free at www.biblestudiestools.com. Go to menu, go to study tools, go to commentaries, down to Matthew Henry commentary on the Bible complete, and that will be it there. And that so that way you can have a free uh, a free Bible commentary on your phone, and um, and this will help you. And if I'm not mistaken, Matthew Henry wrote this. I think he completed in the the early 1700s. In fact, uh, he lived from 1662 to 1714, and he completed this work in 1706. And so it's been tried and true for many years. Okay, so before we get started here, I would like to give you uh, what the Bible is and why we can trust the Bible. And I got this information from Dr. Vody Baca, which you can find on YouTube, or you can go on search engine and put in uh, Vody Baca Ministries and it'll pop it up. But for the teachings, you need to go to YouTube. It's really great. Okay, let me read it. The Bible, a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses, 40 authors, 66 books or volumes, a span of 1,500 years in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe, written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, although in Aramaic, hundreds of subjects and topics. Now, let us begin in Revelations, the last chapter of 22, which is the last book in the Bible or the last book of the New, New Testament. Uh, let us begin, and the title for this section of chapter 22 at the beginning is Eden Restored, starting at verse 1. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life as, a, as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. Number three, or verse three, no longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve will serve him. Verse four, they will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. Verse five, there will be no more light. There will they will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. 
Now, we will go to the next section. And the title there is John and the Angel, starting at verse 6. The angel said to me, these words are trust, trustworthy and true. The Lord, the God who inspires the prophets, sent his angel to show his servants the things that must soon take place. Verse 7, look, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy written in the scroll. Verse 8, I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I had heard and seen them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who had been showing me, who had been showing them to me. Verse 9, but he said to me, don't do that. I am a fellow servant with you and with your fellow prophets and with all who keep the words of this scroll, worship God. And he told me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this scroll because the time is near. Verse 11, let the one who does wrong continue to do wrong. Let the vile person continue to be vile. Let the one who does right continue to do right and let the one and let the holy person continue to be holy. The next section is called the epilogue, invitation and warning. And this will be the very last part of it. Starting at verse 12, look, I am coming soon. My rewards is with me, and I will give to each person according to what they have done. Verse 13, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Let me make a comment on this section when it says, I want to have done, so there's going to be, so there will be a judgment for those who are Christians and what they did as the Christians, then the other judgments will be for those who rejected Christ. So there's going to be, you know, so that's it. It's not saying that you can earn your way to heaven. That's not what it's saying. Okay, let's continue. In verse 14, blessed are those who wash the robes that they may have the right of the tree of life and may go through the gates into the city, verse 15. Outside are the dogs, those who practice magic, arts, and sexual immoral, uh, the sexual immoral, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. Verse 16, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. Verse 17, the spirit and the bride say, come, and let the one who hears say, come. Let the one who is thirsty come, and let the one who wishes take the free gift of the water of life. Verse 18, I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this scroll, if anyone adds anything to them, God will add to that person the plagues described in the scroll. Verse 19, and if anyone takes words away from this scroll of prophecy, God will take away from that person any share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this scroll. Verse 20, he who testifies to these things says, yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Verse 21, the grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. And that concludes um, the book of Revelations that we have been um, going through. Now, let me turn to 
the commentary so we can we can understand what we what what Revelations um, has been telling us here in this last chapter of chapter twenty two. Okay, now I'm in Matthew Henry's concise commentary on the whole Bible, and I have the uh, the literal book in front of me. Chapter twenty two Revelations. Um, number one, a description of the heavenly state of the church, verses one through five. Number two, a confirmation of this and all other visions of this book, verses six to nineteen. And number three, the conclusion, verses twenty to twenty-one. Okay, here we go. Reading a description of the heavenly state under the figures of the water and the tree of life, and of the throne of God and the Lamb, verses one through five. The truth and certain fulfilling of all the prophetic visions, the Holy Spirit. And the bride, the church, invite and stay come, verses 6, six to 19. The closing blessing, uh, verses 20 to 21. Okay, and so let us begin uh, chapter 22, verses 1 through 5. And this is the commentary section. All streams of earthly comfort are muddy, but these are clear and refreshing. They give life and preserve life to those who drink of them, and thus they will flow forevermore. They point to the quickening and sanctifying influence of the Holy Spirit as given to the sinners through Christ. The Holy Spirit, proceeding from the Father and the Son, applies the salvation to our souls by His new creating love and power. The trees of life are fed by the pure waters of the river that comes from the throne of God. The presence of God in heaven is the health and happiness of the saints. This tree was an emblem of Christ in all and of all the blessings of his salvation and the leaves for the healing of the nations mean that his favor and presence supply all good to the inhabitants of what blessed world of that blessed world. The devil has no power there. He cannot draw the saints from serving God, nor can he disturb them in service, the service of God. God and the Lamb are here spoken of as one. Service there shall be not only freedom, but honor. And dominion. There will be no night, no affliction or dejection, no pause in service or enjoyment, no diversions or pleasures of man's inventing will be desired there. How different all this from gross and merely human views of heavenly happiness, even those which refer to pleasures of the mind. Okay, chapter. 22 verses 6 through 19. The Lord Jesus spake by the angel, solemnly confirming the contents of this book, particularly of this last vision. He is the Lord God, faithful and true. He spoke also by his messengers, the holy angels, showed them to the holy men of God. They are things that must shortly be done. Christ will come quickly and put all things out of doubt. He spoke by the integrity of that angel who had been the apostle's interpreter. He refused to accept religious worship from John and reproved him from uh, and reproved him for offering it. This presents another testimony against idolatrous worship of saints and angels. God calls everyone to witness 
The declarations here made, this book, thus kept open, will have its effect upon men. The, the filthy and unjust will be more so by... But it will confirm, strengthen, and further sanctify those who are upright with God. Never let us think that a dead or, or disobedient faith will save us, for the first and the last has declared that those alone are blessed who do his commandments. It is a book that shuts out from heaven all wicked and unrighteous persons, particularly those who love and make, make lies. It cannot therefore itself be a lie. There is no middle place or condition. Jesus, who is the spirit of prophecy, has given his churches this warning light of prophecy to assure them of the light of the perfect day approaching. All is confirmed by an open and general invitation to mankind to come and partake freely of the promises and of the privileges of the gospel. The spirit by the sacred word and by convictions and influence in the sinner's conscience says, come to Christ for salvation. And the bride or the whole church on earth and in heaven says, come and share our happiness, lest any should hesitate. It is added, let whosoever will or is willing come and take the water of life freely. May everyone who hears or reads these words desire at once to accept the grace and invitation all are condemned who should dare to corrupt or change the word of god either by adding to it or taking from it now we're in chapter 20 i mean continuing chapter 22 verses 20 to 21 after disclosing these things to his people on earth christ seems to take leave of them and return to heaven but the but he assures them it will not be long before he comes again. And while we are busy in the duties of our different stations of life, whatever labors may try us, whatever difficulties may surround us, whatever sorrows may press us down, let us with pleasure hear our Lord proclaiming, Behold, I come quickly. I come to put an end to the labor and suffering of my servants. I come and my reward of grace is with me to recompense with royal bounty every work of faith and labor of love. I come to receive my faithful, persevering people to my, to myself, to dwell forever in that blissful world. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus, a blessing closes the whole, the whole. By the grace of Christ, we must be kept in joyful expectation of his glory, fitted for it and preserved to it. And his glorious appearance will be joyful to those who partake of his grace and favor here. Let all add amen. Let us earnestly thirst after greater measures of the gracious influence of the blessed Jesus in our souls and his gracious presence with us till glory has made perfect his grace towards us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, and it was in the beginning, is as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. And that concludes the book of Revelations that we have gone through, which I think is really exciting. Let me give you some scripture verses.
Romans chapter 12, verse 2, the NIV and International Version, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Romans chapter 3, verse 23, NIV. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Isaiah chapter 64, verse 6, the NIV. All of us have become like one who is unclean, and all our righteousness and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We all shrivel up like a leaf, and like the wind, our sins sweep us away. Mm. Matthew, Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 to 26, NIV. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up the cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will, be, will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit his, their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Mm. And that's, that's a very true statement. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now let me give you some... Let me give you some salvation messages. I mean, salvation scripture. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10, the King James Version. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised thee from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10 For with the heart man believeth in righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made to salvation. Romans chapter 10, verse 13, King James Version. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, King James Version. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So that's, that tells you that this is what we must do to come to Christ. And I'm sure there's people listening to this podcast are saying, well, why do I need to be saved? I mean, you know. So, well, the, well let me take you the best way that I have found and I learned, learned this from Ray Comfort. You can find him on YouTube and also on uh, livingwaters.com. But uh, he uses the Ten Commandments, uh, which is also known as God's moral law. And we most people know it as the Ten Commandments or have at least heard about it. And God has written his commandments on our hearts. That's why we know that stealing is wrong and murder is wrong and, and so, so on and so forth. But if we go through the commandments, we can see uh, uh, it's, it's like a mirror to our soul, and it lets us know why we need Christ. So I'm just going to give you some of them. Um, have you ever lied? What do you call someone that lies? A liar? We, we all have lied from the beginning, and you only have to do it one time. You see, because of Adam and Eve, the first 
of the first two that were created. First, the man was created. Then, then the woman was created. Uh, literally from Adam, from one of his ribs, and um, and God breathed life into them. And God did that to so the man wouldn't be alone. And they both disobeyed God, first with Eve, when she was um, uh, pretty much, you know, lied to from the devil or Satan. He had come in the form of a snake. back, And at that time, the snake could walk and talk, whatever. And he came in that form. And he just put, well, God didn't really mean this and he didn't really mean that. When God said, don't. Don't touch this one tree in the whole garden, or you will surely die. And he meant, you know, not only that you would die, you know, physically, spiritually, whatever, but especially physically. You know, they were living forever, and now their time would start getting shorter because of the disobedience. And then when Eve disobeyed God, then she, or then she went to Adam and got him to do the same thing. So they both disobeyed God, and therefore they were. Then God removed them from um, the garden of eating that was perfect, and everything was great. And now they, their curse was God put a curse on the man and the woman. The woman's curse was she was going to have to start uh, uh, bearing children, and that means going through the whole pregnant process and and delivery, which is very painful. And then the man would have to sweat from his brow. That means he would have to work, and so that's that's where all that came from. So, so we're born into sin. So it's like we all need Christ no matter what. But some, you know, God has chosen, according to the Bible, it says God has chosen from the foundation of the world uh, those who are going to be saved. And people say, well, th why would he do that? Because he's God. He's sovereign. You know, it's just like if you're in a, a country with a dictatorship, if the dictator, the who's the leader, or whatever, if he says, you know, kill that person, they kill that person, or whatever he says goes because he's the head, he's the sovereign dictator, you know, and this is how it is. Um, but God, you know, he knew who's who going to come or not come because he's he's omnipotent. He knows everything. He created us. He created everything. He knows us, and so he like we try to figure God out in our own, own human mind, which is very finite. It's very limited, right? But we think we know everything, and we do not. God's in control. We are not, but we think we are. And we try to prove it all the time, but it fails because God God is in control, and he'll give you but so much rope till you hang yourself, <laughs> you know? And it looks like, you know, it always looks like, you know, those that are doing evil just go on and on, but their end comes eventually. We're, all our ends will come. So, you know, and I know... God has worked in my life, and I surely didn't de deserve anything, but he's blessed me, you know. Even before I came to him, he blessed me and showed me mercy. And he shows me mercy every day now that I, you know, I'll, when I came to him years ago in repentance, I asked God for forgiveness, and I, I put my trust in Christ alone. Okay, let's go to the next commandment. Um, have you ever stolen anything. What do you call someone who steals? Call him a thief. That is, it don't matter the amount of it. Remember, God judges from the intent. And most of us don't even think about some of this stuff. You know, or we get so used to doing what's wrong. 
But it's like even if you borrowed a paperclip and didn't bring it back, then you you stole it. You know, or if you if you borrowed a pen and didn't bring it back, no, it, it may not cost a lot or whatever, but still you stole it. The intent was there, whether you meant to do it or not. But we we did, we do stuff like that, you know. Or um, you borrow something, don't bring it back, whatever the case may be, you know. Or literally steal, you know, just take people's stuff, whatever. But it's called being a thief. You stole something. That's two, and you only have to commit one. You commit them all. Um, have you ever hated anyone? According to Jesus, then you've already committed murder in your heart. And that's the sixth commandment. Um, have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus, we've committed adultery. That's the seventh commandment. So we went through these commandments Lying is the ninth commandment. You shall not bear false witness. And murder is the sixth commandment. Adultery is the seventh commandment. Stealing is the eighth commandment. And that's, there's ten commandments. And that's only, but you only have to break one to break them all. So we're all guilty. So therefore, if God was to judge us by the commandments, would we be, would we be innocent or guilty? We'd be guilty. Would it be heaven or hell? It would be hell. And for ever fiery t torment because that's where people that disobey God who reject God goes and no matter what people are saying now the Bible says different so if you if you want to go to heaven and be with God and be with Jesus then you have to come his way you can't go any way you want to you got to come his way and that's why we must humble ourselves as a child because we all have sinned and we're all on our way until you come to Christ and you realize that you can't keep, that we can't keep the Ten Commandments and we're all guilty of breaking them all, so therefore we're on our way to hell. But Jesus came over 2,000 years ago, the Son of God. He came and he was born of a Virgin Mary. And then he walked for 33 years. His ministry was about three, three and a half years. And then, and he was telling about the good news about how you can go to heaven through him now. And then he willingly gave himself over to the religious, the religious Jewish leaders at the time who hated him because he was preaching about coming, coming to Christ and, and humbling yourself and repenting. And they wanted everybody to be in bondage under them because, they're, because that was their living. And so they rejected Christ, the one that they claimed to be waiting for. And um, so he gave himself over to that because he had, so that way he could be the one-time sacrifice for all humanity for those who realized that they broke God's moral law, the taking back was there for guilt, you know, on the way to hell. And so they would come and repent of, like we can come now and we can repent of our sins, we could ask for forgiveness and put our trust, trust for the trust we had in ourselves to Christ alone through faith by just, you know, by believing, through faith and believing that God is, that Jesus is the Son of God and, and that He came for our sins. And basically, you know, humbling yourselves as a child, that, that's pretty much how you have to come. So, 
we're all guilty, but you can have heaven if you come his way. It's kind of like if you're in a plane about to crash and someone gives you a parachute, go to hang on to that parachute for dear life because it's going to save you from the jump to come. Jesus saves you from the judgment to come, and it's coming. So, what I recommend to you is, is to come to Christ humbly and ask for forgiveness and then transfer the trust that you have in yourself to Christ alone. And then from that point, then start reading the Bible daily without fail and do what it says. Find a good Bible-believing teaching church to join so you can learn more about the, the Word of God, the Bible, and uh, you can start serving Christ in the church. Let me give you some resources. You can watch Dr. Vodi Bakum on YouTube, and you can go on his, um, you can put Dr. Vodi Bakum in the search engine or Vodi Bakum Ministries, and it'll pull it up. Living Waters with Ray Comfort, livingwaters.com, and all these people are on YouTube that I'm giving you also. Uh, Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, AnswersInGenesis.org, Wall Builders with David Morton, WallBuilders.com. And he gives you uh, David Barton of Wall Builders. He teaches them a lot, a lot on American Christian history and stuff. And then I'm Ancestors in Genesis with Ken, Ken Ham. He teaches you about creation, and he also has a museum. And I think it's Williamston, Kentucky. And he has a creation museum, and he also has a life size ark. It's called the. Ark Encounter. Really good. And Dr. Walter Martin.org, he's a great teacher. Um, he, he died in the 80s, but he's, he's still good stuff to listen to. Dr. R.C. Sproul with Ligonier Ministries. Um, Pastor Jeff Durbin with Apologia Studios. And you can go to Apologias.com and you can go on to um their website, apologiastudios.com, and go and look at their menu there. And if you go to Dr. Greg Bonson or Bonson U, you can literally get a free seminary education. He was a great seminary professor who taught the Bible. He died a while back, so the family donated all of his audio recordings of his teachings to Apologia Studios with Jeff Durbin, and they've redigitalized it master it and everything and so now you can just go and click on it and start listening it's amazing if you'd like to be in correspondence with us it would be bibleeducationinstitute at gmail.com and we have a new website it's pretty basic um, and I so yeah and I got this from uh, one site one two three and here's the website it's five Lowercase d, lowercase b, lowercase e, 1182, lowercase e, 5831.site, lowercase site, I'm S-I-T-E, 123.me, and me is also lowercase. And also it should be at the bottom of the podcast, whether it's audio or on YouTube, Rumble, whatever, but it should be in the information, so you just click down and it should be there. Some of it will show where you can just click on it. If not, you can just copy and paste it and put it in the, um, the search engine and pull it up. And also, if you want to donate to us, that would be great, too. Uh, we, have a, um, uh, we have a donate place there. 
with PayPal, and you can click on there, or just copy and paste it and put it on your, um, put it on the search engine. Here's some other, um, here's some other resources. You can find us on these different platforms, and that would be. Um, the audio platforms would be Listen Notes, Luminary Podcast Player FM, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G Potter, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Podcast Addict, and others. And also, you can reach us on Helium Radio Network, heliumradio.com online, and also. You can find us on YouTube, Rumble, Telegram, Getter, Twitter, Facebook, and Gab. And probably a lot of other places, too, that I haven't mentioned. Let me go back over to the teachers again. Dr. R.C. Spro, Ligonier Ministries, L-I-G-O-N-I-E-R. Um, and you can go to Ligonier.org. And also, Doug Wilson, Gary DeMar, and all these people on YouTube. Uh, Pastor Jeff Bur Durbin with Apologia Studios. Dr. James White on YouTube, and he's with Apologia Studios. Pastor Joel Webbin with Right Response Ministries. Dr. Vody Bacham. And I believe I've covered everybody there. So, and next time we will start in the Book of Romans, which is an excellent book in the New Testament. So until next time, remember, read your Bible daily without fail and do what it says.